The Start On Demand. demand. All right, I'm Greg. He's Brett. Joining us in studio, we have Shanley Vidal, Kelly Moore, Jeff Braun, and as always, not too far away, lingering like a god behind the glass, Jerry. Ever present. Ever present. All powerful. I would have gone more with skulking, but uh... <laughs> he he's not a, really a skulker, though. <laughs> he's behind the glass. How could he skulk? I'm going to come over and sit on the other side of the glass with you after that comment, Jerry, from Thank Brett McGarry. You, I'm on your team. Just be happy you're not under glass, Jerry. <laughs> That's wow. a good point. That's a good point. Throwing, throwing all the shade at Jerry today. And what's taking the sun so long? To come up, did somebody give him a wake-up call there, Mr. Golden Sun? <laughs> Seems like a, like it's it's dark it for is, this yeah, time of the morning. Quarter to seven, yeah. I know the days are getting shorter yeah. and the nights longer and all that stuff. I'm I'm scientific that way, but By like about I, a minute every day. I know, but I can't like anyway. It's just like nighttime out there. Six forty-eight. We're talking about. Uber, will it ever come to Winnipeg? The ride-sharing service could soon be available here in Winnipeg. So today we're having coffee talking about Uber versus taxi cabs. Would you take an Uber or drive an Uber? Do you think this will cause cab drivers to step up their game? Sorry, just one. Uh, a cab driver, Kelly, to you is like what a stagecoach driver would have been. <laughs> <laughs> and a taxi's like a horseless carriage, but... <laughs> wow. <laughs> Bazinga. <laughs> um, so, let's Shanley, let's start with you. Um, do you ever find yourself needing to take taxis? Not so much anymore. I probably haven't taken one at all this year. Um, you know, I used to when I used to go to the bar or sometimes I'd need to um, a cab after, you know, or when I'd go to the airport and I couldn't get a ride, you know, and if I would take an Uber, I might. I probably wouldn't take one right away because I think it's gonna, it might take a little while to catch on. I know I have a lot of American friends and they're always talking about taking an Uber like it's, it's just part of their regular daily lives. But I still, you're still getting into a stranger's car. So there is still still that. So I'd fe- I feel a little weird about that, at least with a ca- at least with a taxi. I know that they have a number and I can write that number down and... Especially in the United States, it's even taken over just uh, watching TV or movies. It's no longer when they ever, and whenever they say, oh, my cab's here. It's now, oh, my Uber's arrived. Yeah, they're, or, they're trying to be relevant and yeah. in the real world. Yeah, yeah so yeah. They, it's actually it's taken over the vocabulary. Or there's another ride-sharing service, I think, called Lyft, Did, which does, gets the odd, yeah. odd reference. Does anybody know, like, I, I don't think any of us in the room have taken Uber here, have we? No. Nope. No, no. no I've never been in a position where I, where yeah. I can. Yeah. I, I just, what kind of checks and balances are there to become an Uber driver? They I don't have, know. They have some, and then the whole thing's based on rating. After your drive, you have to rate the driver. Mm-hmm. And so if everyone rates the driver well, then So the guy blew three times the, up, you know? uh, the, the breathalyzer, and that was before he crashed into the building. So I guess he gets a low rating. He gets, he gets a low rating. And yeah. then when you're trying to pick an Uber, yeah. the next yeah. time you won't pick the low dri- the low rated ones. Yeah, and I, I don't want to paint every Uber driver with no. the same brush, but I'm just kind of curious you know, if there are, are any type of regulations. This is part of the skepticism, like when, when eBay first came around, right? Yeah. Somebody's going to send you money for a priceless heirloom, and I'm going to pack it up and send it halfway across the world or halfway across North America to them. Right. How is that going to work? 
Well, we found out really quickly that it works very well with the entire rating system, and and then there are checks and balances yeah. in place to make sure that people are who they say they are. I mean, you can track your Uber on your phone, so if you're tracking them, that means so Uber's that's your security. Them then. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. You yeah. know, and, uh, and I'm not asking it from a, no, a negative point of view. Just no. I just don't know enough about it. And and somebody, I think, was Shanna Lee just made the comment. You know, do you get into a car with a complete stranger? A, a cab's no different, but at least there's there's some type of company involved there. Yeah, well, uh, the, the, I mean, they're, they're, they're tracking them, yeah. like, uh, like uh, as well as anything. I was just looking at my Unicity app that uh, I downloaded uh, the day after I had an incredibly negative experience at Christmas time last year. And somebody said, well, try the app. And the app is actually quite good. It's not perfect, yeah. but it's very good. I can see how many taxis are in our general vicinity. Ooh, yeah, and yeah. all I have to do is really click on it. Are there any stagecoaches? Uh, yes, there's one actually circling Polo Park right now, <laughs> waiting like for you to get off shift. Um, yeah, so you can see exactly where they are. And then when you click it, you are hailing a cab virtually, and it tells you how far away it is, and that's what Uber does. It gives you a picture of the, yeah. the car and all that sort of thing. So, yeah, I, you know, I think the very reason that these ride-sharing services exist is because the people that have been providing the service historically aren't doing the best job. Mm -hmm. Jerry. Well, you know, I, I don't know if I'd actually take an Uber. I, when I was in London, I actually got my uh, taxi driver's license. Um, and so I know all, all the things we had to do, all the testing we had to do, all the, the classroom work we had to do just to get our license to be a taxi driver. Um, and I know the Uber drivers aren't doing all that, so I feel a lot more comfortable with a taxi driver than I would with an Uber driver. Uh, maybe they could bring those training classes to Winnipeg. <laughs> because I'll, I'll tell you, most times when I take a cab home, I would say it's 50-50 yeah. about if I've got to give the guy basically handwritten directions the worst uh, I had on it. how to get to my house. I got one at the airport once to go home. I get in the cab. I lived on Grant Avenue. I said, Grant Avenue. He said, where's that? Come on! <laughs> I said it's you're, one you're, of the you're in trouble. Ten biggest streets in the city. Come I'd be like, I'll, I'll wait for the next cab. Thank you. Yeah. Come on, it's Route 105. And that's the problem with cabs in this city. And I'd, I have no problem calling cabs. I like taking a cab. I often get great drivers who are really yeah. friendly. Um, I there was I actually had one cab driver who ended up picking me up three times. It was twice was back to back, and then a year later, I ended up in the same guy's cab. And he had come here from, I believe, a country in Africa, and I mm -hmm. feel bad that I can't remember his name, uh, but it's been a while since I've seen him. But he was great, and he always liked to tell me the story of how he came over here and yeah. how, just how proud he was to be Canadian. And so that was a wonderful experience. But then there are you, for every good experience, as Greg said, it's 50-50. There's yes. a bad one where... I remember uh, it was just it was December, and trying to get a cab in December is busy time mm -hmm. because everybody's going out for their holiday parties. But um, I hailed this cab. I was on Osborne in Osborne Village, heading to Earl's in Saint Vitale, <clears throat> and uh, that's maybe a ten minute drive. And he says, "Oh, I'll turn off the meter and uh, twenty bucks flat." And I said, <laughs> "Pardon me, twenty dollars? Yeah. I'll give you ten. And he said, no, no deal. So I got out in the middle of traffic. I, had, yeah. I got out underneath <laughs> the, the underpass for the rapid yeah. transit and had to hop over the rail. And then I, I hailed another cab. It ended up costing me like... Fourteen dollars or something. Yeah. I ended up giving him twenty bucks anyway because, because he was he, a lot more honest and and nice. And he, I told him what happened, and he couldn't believe it. He said, "It's guys like that that make it difficult for the rest of us and make other people say I want Uber." 
Yeah, the majority of my experiences when I was doing play-by-play, I took cabs almost every other day uh, when I was traveling a lot. And most of my experiences were like yours, Brett, where you met a guy who was not from Canada, had great conversations, but every once in a while... You would get that guy who had not had a shower in days right. and barely said a word to you. Yep. you know, And unfortunately, that is what you probably remember more than the great experience. And I think if the service was stellar, the vehicles were all impeccable. Yes. And the majority of people's experiences were outstanding. People would be standing up and saying, this is an industry that is worth protecting the yeah. livelihoods. They provide a service in an exemplary fashion. But unfortunately, people's experience mostly is on the other side. We just have a text message here. Last three cabs I've taken. One, I had to tell him to put his lights on at 11 o'clock at night. Another, I had to point out the no right turn on red sign after he made the turn. And the third chatted on his cell phone the whole 30-minute yeah, ride. Yeah. I'll tell you, I know a place where they could put on a clinic for how to be a proper uh, industry, and that's over in London, England. The cabs there are incredibly clean. The drivers are fantastic as far as customer relations are concerned. It's a profession for them. And they know exactly where they're going. Yeah. With all due respect, I know we have lots of cab drivers that listen to the station that are outstanding at their job. Just like that. You got it. Shannon Levadal, Kelly Moore, Jeff Braun, Behind the Glass, Jerry, thank you very much. Having coffee, talking about Uber, maybe coming to Winnipeg. The Start On Demand is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.